This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by PopFlix. PopFlix, the all-new video streaming service from PopCo. Find out what everyone is talking about and stream award-winning PopFlix original content now. Like My Old Bird's Box, BoJack Horsecock, and everyone's favorite, Doing Strange Things. There are hundreds of shows and movies to choose from over at PopFlix. We even have the classics like Wet Hot Chinese Winter, Forrest Blumpkin, and the award-winning Schindler's Day Off, starring Stephen McConaughey and Willie Haroldson. PopFlix starts at $23.99 a month, and that's almost twice as much as Netflix. That's how you know it's better. PopFlix, a Popco brand. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda. It's a podcast. <laughs> On this episode, we have Sir Isaac Newton's special toad lozenges. The system needs Mr. Wu to collect insects. And cheetahs really do hunt at night. Uh, no! <laughs> I, I ain't never <laughs> seen a cheetah hunt at night. You prove it. Prove it. Uh, I'm Isaiah Cooper. With me is... Justin. And with me is Greg. And with me is Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh, you know what? We should have done like a. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we could get some beats. What? What? How's it go? Fee five for fan. I'm done already. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> guys, come on! I thought you were all in. Thank you, everybody. For the beat love. For the beat love. Thank you, everybody, for cracking in and and popping into this episode of Road Soda. Uh. Have a lot of fun stuff. All the usual things. I agree. Yeah. The Millennial Book Club was Night on Earth, and that's uh, at the end. We have the Craigslist, where all we do is, you know, we email, we we post on Craigslist in different cities, asking to hear people's strange stories, and they write into the show, and sometimes if it's, like, really crazy, we have them call in. That's a lot of fun. We have the news, and, you know, that's a road soda. It's your entertainment podcast on the go. Beautiful Isaiah. Is that how that should be pitched? <laughs> Thank you. Anybody got anything? Good. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. And now, how about a quick word from our sponsors? Coming to PopFlix. In the beginning, he was a humble man of the cloth. That concludes today's mass. And now we pass around the collections basket. We humbly ask you... Give what you can. But then one day, everything changed. Everybody stay calm. No, no, finish passing that basket around. Son, this is the house of God. Shut up, old man. Please, this is the second time this month we have been taken advantage of. The day God starts shooting back is the day we stop robbing church. Now do what you're good at and get on your knees. And now he must take fate into his own hands. That's it. I've had it. I swore I would never use this, but you leave me no choice. Ah, shit, he's got a gun. Now, come on now, father. Killing us would be a sin. To clean up the streets and the church. To hell with sin. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Go to hell! 
this summer, Woody Harrelson is Father Statham in Killergy. Non-stop holy violence that will knock you out of your pew. You won't want to miss this Sunday mass shooting. You are not forgiven. Killer G, coming to Popflix. And nice snap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Got to have a nice snap for the news right up at the top of the show. And uh, this is this is actually pretty exciting because now all of these new. <laughs> Oh, that's the most exciting Jesus. thing. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, I hope somebody has headphones in because that's my dream. <laughs> so uh, all of these news articles come to us from listeners, and that's my that's that's a dream, right? So right up, nice. yeah, nice. Right at the, uh, at the top. <laughs> Nobody's yeah, disagreeing. Yeah, it is nice. It is fucking nice, Greg. That's why I said it. That's why I said it, Greg. <laughs> Uh, right. Let's say, and and they sent it. Said would make for a fun football team mascot, the <laughs> University of Tennessee Meth Gators. We're fucking crazy, y'all. <laughs> so you can send in a little tagline with your uh, with your article and everything. And this is ready. Meth Gators. Tennessee police warn flushing drugs could create hyper aggressive alligators. I'm gonna stop right there. That's like, don't you remember the fear in New York City that there's gators? In the in the sewers, right, in the sewers in the they did actually sewers. a horror movie called uh, yeah. Alligator. That was what a yeah. gator that it, was right. Yeah, in the because sewers. it became such a hysterical trope. Everyone literally like was like believing that it was true. So like we've got to capitalize on this shit. When it was really people throwing their pythons in the woods that we should be afraid of. Yeah, it really is, and that's a very real thing. But <laughs> just throwing before... your python a euphemism for sex. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. Um, let me just stop before we even read any more of this. Do you know how much meth you have to flush down the toilet to affect, like, the water enough to make, like, a, an alligator fucking high on meth? I believe it's like a money shot from a bong. You know what I mean? It just takes the one shot. Just, do you think it's just the one? You I think it's that? Dude, that's like, you have to, like, pounds upon, like, every household has to be flushing pounds of meth down the toilet. I feel like if the water was that meth. Yeah, you, the, the meth heads would it. just know. Yeah, they'd be like mining it. You'd have like these <laughs> prospectors finding some way to like sift the <laughs> sift the Tennessee River water into a sock. <laughs> you got one of them meth sifters. It's like a gold rush. We're all going Tennessee. A police department in Loretto. No, I like the little folks. Please don't flush your drugs, okay? It says that. <laughs> yeah, right underneath the tagline. Yeah. That comes from the police department. Yeah. <laughs> It literally says, it says, folks, please don't flush your drugs. McKay Laredo Police Department wrote in a Facebook post. They're, they're quoting South Park. Right. <laughs> That's your, and you want to defund them? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> a police department in Laredo, Tennessee, uh, is asking residents to refrain from flushing the drugs. Just use them, folks. First of all, right. I'm telling you right now, no one's flushing meth down the toilet. 
No one's doing that. Yeah. No one has got, I got pounds of meth. What do I do with it all? That's like every Halloween people come around and they're like, you know, be careful. Right. They're going to put drugs in your kid's stuff. It's like, I'm going to waste my drugs on your shitty kid. Yeah. Right. Is it, if I'm even going to turn my light on and give him candy, I'm not going to waste my fucking could it, drugs Could it be <laughs> that the meth head population Loretto is so heavy yeah. that this is just the waste? Well, it's decriminalized. Lushing it's is decriminalized so in Tennessee. Up. Yeah, it's decriminalized. Everyone's allowed to do it in Tennessee. So does that mean it's just their piss has so much meth in it that yeah. that getting flushed is fucking with the but gators? But if that's like, if that's the case, then wouldn't it be like the fucking? Now that's used meth. Yeah, it's used meth. It's different. <laughs> and wouldn't it be? That's like trying to smoke resin. It gets you. Know, it's not different. Different. It's not. Different. It'll get the job done, but you feel real bad about it. That's right. You know, imagine how those gators feel. You know. But I mean, if that's the case, if it's just so much of one substance being put in the water, then. Then the the cat the water would be nothing but like pure caffeine in Seattle. It was like a fucking that's where Starbucks was started. Everybody knows it. that now. I get it. Yes. So nice. then the, the then the catfish will be all fucked up on caffeine in Seattle. I just want to say though, catfish. like you see people on meth or on PCP mm-hmm. get tased and they're yeah. like, so what? <laughs> yeah. So imagine an alligator. Yeah. He's definitely he's like walking upright. That's that is a <laughs> that is a fucking Resident Evil two boss. Okay, no joke. There's an alligator in the sewer that like is like infected by the virus or whatever. But like, Jesus Christ! What man. if that's their plight? They're like they're like, please, please, guys, we just don't have the ammunition. Uh, we can't handle it. They're they're stealing our bulletproof vests. They're walking upright. <laughs> In Facebook post, Laredo Police Department wrote that on Saturday, officers executed a search warrant on a home and discovered an occupant trying to flush meth and drug paraphernalia down the toilet. So that's the only, the literal only situation with meth. And the only reason he's mad is because now he doesn't have the evidence. He's not worried about the fucking gators. This guy has, he's a police officer. What the fuck does he know about water and alligators? He just... He just don't flush it down. You might. He's just trying to spook people with a boogeyman. All right, let's move on to the next one. It was like a class. It was like a class <laughs> they were coming to, and they figured most of the kids in the class were going to flush drugs at some point. Mm-hmm. And this is what will happen if you flush. You just give them to the officer. He pulls up a slide of like an alligator with like chains around its neck and like big sunglasses. <laughs> you want this? <laughs> the little alligator arm is in like a sports car, and he just mean mugging the cops. Hat, look with a hat like this. A visor? A visor. Even better. That would make it be more badass. Oh, man. So the, the article gets great because they re- Please. they refer somebody or they, they get an expert in there. Oh, the expert. From my alma mater. Really? Yeah. Really? Please, yeah. please, please. So it's uh, this guy named Kent, uh, Kent Vliet. He's an alligator biologist and the coordinator of laboratories in the Department of Biology at the University of Florida. My alma mater. <clears throat> and he said he has never nice. once heard of an alligator on meth. Yeah. He said, I've worked with alligators for 40 years, and I generally can answer any questions someone gives me about them. This one's throwing me for a loop. So I'm going to zoom down here, and he says, I would guess they might be affected by it, but they <laughs> tend to not react to drugs in the same way that we do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it would take a little or a lot to get an alligator to do something on meth. I think it's a ridiculous notion. If you flush meth, it's going to be diluted. He also added that people who are not familiar with alligators tend to over-exaggerate their dangers. Like, have you ever been kayaking in, like, the Withlacoochee Forest or, like, even out in Mayaka, and there's an alligator? I've been with a lot of coochie, but hey! never in the forest. <laughs> there was only two. Is that a lot? All you have to do is take the tip of your kayak or... Put the this paddle. sounds like you put a the sexual pa- metaphor. I'm serious. You put the paddle on their eyes and you just kind of push down and away, and then they just go underwater. They're like, oh, yeah. I don't or if get you're super, touched. 
Or if you're super high on LSD, you just take a stick and you go, no! <laughs> and you smack them. That's right. Remember? Our story from last week. Convenient that didn't get left out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> convenient you call back to the things you chose to leave in. <laughs> it is very convenient. All right, guys. Let's go on to the next article. This one is monkey stuff. And this guy, this this stuff comes to us from our news source in the field, Grant. He's out there. He's got his. He's beating the pavement. Boots on the ground. Boots on the fucking ground. He's getting those news articles that we want to hear. And so this comes to us from our our uh, newsman in the field. Grant sent us monkey stuff. And now I gotta go to the monkey stuff. Ready? A monkey. I wasn't done, but okay. Dude, is this a, is this the other monkey steals COVID again? Again? Well, we already did that article. Wait, no, the monkey didn't steal COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Vials from the medical school in India. Yeah, it's the same one. Unless Uh-oh. they're doing it twice in India. Unless in they're doing case, it twice. Unless like it's a, it's a, yeah. This is the monkey steals the COVID samples. Honestly, I looked for some monkey stuff this week. Um, they're still talking about the monkey that's been thrown in, in zoo prison for the 250 bites. And he's really dominating the news right now. There's not a lot of other monkey stuff. I've been following out. that case. His lawyer's gotten him off about 40 of those bites. Yeah. So they're starting to wean down his sentence. He might be out in like seven to eight years. Thousand years. Tied, which is decent for tie time. <laughs> we know how they do it. <laughs> So 150 years for a scam. What do you think for biting 250 people? All right. And uh, this one, Grant just says, holy shit. And it comes to us from the mirror, which I don't know what the difference is between the mirror and the sun and all those. I don't know if they're credible or not, but you know what? It's on the internet. It says, leech crawls inside elderly man's penis and drinks pint of blood. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. So, so a leech sorry, crawls just... into a penis and orders a pie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking at these fucking pictures. And, uh, Wait, sorry, I did is it hear... very graphic? Oh, my God. I did hear in South America there was like this parasitic like fish type of thing. Oh, for sure. That if you took a piss into the river, yeah, it would jump right into your dick baby. hole. Yeah. yeah. The, so in this the, might in be the Amazon, some, yeah. You, you should really Amazon. just not swim in any kind of like fresh water systems for the most part. Um, like they need to be really large, open, and have like a lot of circulation. And and if you do swim in a lot of fresh waters, like even Lake Kissimmee or Lake Okeechobee, uh, don't put your head underwater. Tons mm-hmm. of pathogens. Wear a and condom. Parasites. If you're gonna swim, in fresh water, <laughs> wear a condom. I remember when I was in when I was in college, everybody used to go to um, or the Orlando water park, and it was just a place that had these big cables, like a big man-made. Uh, pond and then they had some cables and ramps and the cables would pull people around until they could wakeboard and and ski and um there was people there like a couple of people that had died from amoebas so they get the fucking amoebas in their ears it eats their brain and they fucking die and their whole claim was that well are the amoebas because there's like a, a a light electrical current in the water from the cables that most of the amoebas are 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 being killed off so that was their thing, but some uh, there was a couple kids that look. Died. You only got about a twenty percent chance to die from a brain and me, me. But now you do you want to do a fucking sick ass wakeboard kickflip, or you can be a pussy being afraid of something you can't see? You want that amoeba to eat your brain while you're watching a goddamn Netflix queue, or fucking flying <laughs> out there in the Orlando park? My wife is always fucking freaked out about that shit because there's always some brain eating fucking bacteria at the beach. 
Always down here. Up in the north, we don't so have that shit. Only thing that's going to kill you is a drunk driver or your spouse, which we all know oh. wherever you live is the most likely thing to kill you. Down here, it's like, well, yeah, there's amoebas, there's fucking pythons, there's methed up gators, all kinds of shit. <laughs> but your spouse is still slightly more likely to slightly kill you, more, even in the always. south. And everyone's quarantined Especially right with their spouse. if you were spouse. married to a methed up gator, you're that's fucking right. screwed. I've seen that. I, I saw that episode of Jerry Springer. I've seen it. I'm married to a meth up gator. Uh, <laughs> doctors in Cambodia say the patient went for a dip without any clothes to cool off in a pond. I think we all see his mistake. Yep. When the invertebrate slithered up his penis. That's a tough That sentence. night, however, he was left in severe pain after he tried to use the, t- the toilet. Man, I got the hiccups. When he used the toilet in his home near... Phnom Penh. <laughs> nice Phnom Penh. Uh, medics at hospital at a hospital used a tiny camera and found the blood-sucking creature had made its way up his urethra into his bladder. Scans showed that the parasite had already wounded parts of the man's internal organs with its sharp teeth. Dude, My God, fucking huge. it is pretty big. They got the little scissors. Uh, you guys I mean, can't see so it, but we're looking at the Cambodian guy's hog. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> it's more of a piglet. Less but I mean, if you're looking at that, that's four or five inches. Yeah. That leech. And it's and huge. Maybe yeah. a half inch in diameter. Uh, maybe a third of an inch in diameter. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I mean, I you know what? Maybe that's his just his story. He's like, I swear it was a one in a million shot. I went into the fucking. I went. In, I feel like this guy was like feeding it into his dick hole. It felt good. Oh, yeah, he lost yeah. his grip. Mm-hmm. It went in. He's. Oh, got we found this thing. receipt. Do you purchase this on Amazon three days ago? Because, <laughs> dude, that's always the story. Because I don't even think leeches, they like, they hang down in the mud. So when you get into like a, like a lake or something, they're like, you see them swiveling up out of the Oh, now you're accusing them of like fucking the mud, trying to dude, angry up shit a, in the mud? Maybe he did, man. They have a lot of them up in Maine. There was like, so when we were on the AT, everybody was like swimming in the lakes in, the, in Maine. Leeches. Leeches, oh, yeah. yeah. They don't go at your dick, though, man. They, they just, Well, because they they're at your feet. Yeah, you gotta like like you're talking about. You gotta get down there and fuck the mud. American leeches, man, they're too big. They ain't going in your goddamn dick hole like one of these crazy Cambodian leeches. <laughs> you know, watch those goddamn things. I mean, if you guys want to see a picture of this greasy, it looks like they dumped it in fucking bearing grease, and uh, it's the link to it is down in the down in the show notes for this. Now, how do you think it would be as bad, Christy, if it slithered up into your javina? I mean, it's definitely a larger entry point. Yeah. I feel like teeth on internal organs, it doesn't matter where and how it gets in there. It's just going to suck. It's going to suck. feels good at first, and then it gets overbearing, and then, you know. A little mouthy. (laughs) Then it goes down. Watch your teeth. Come on. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Not going to tell you again. (laughs) Uh, Just when you think... Someone is smart. Ready? This is the last article, and it comes to us from Live Science, again from our man in the field. And um, it says, oh man, this, they're trying to get me to get rid of my cookies. Newton's recipe for toad vomit lozenges up for auction. And I will be bidding. And I, <laughs> Road, vomit, dude, and this vomit. is like the 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 Sir Isaac Newton, famous for developing three laws of motion and advancing calculus. That bastard apparently had a far out idea of how to treat the plague, also called the Black Death, toad vomit lozenges. In addition to a recommend, yeah, see, 
He was clearly a physicist, not a doctor. And uh, in addition to recommending a number of gemstone amulets against the plague, he gave... It sounds like my sister. You get the idea from my sister. What you need is quartz and a little bit of uh, jade. You're so Amethyst. angry. Can I yeah. I have some crystals? Just sit down right here, Isaiah. And I have a wonderful blend of essential oils that I can, you know, sell you the three of them you'll need and you just just you All know, right, just put, put down the joint for one second. We're going to do your hair and then we're going to crystallize this. It's the sandalwood. Is it is uh, Yo, it neutralize it, it neutralizes the ions of the plague. I actually have an essential oil spray that I use in my office. It's sandalwood and lavender, and it's like the greatest thing. It smells in the world. great. Yeah, it's it's fucking awesome, man. She's got some sprays that I steal. That got some. He uses my chakra spray. Sprays. Roll it into a, uh, a Cambodian <laughs> oh, yeah. type formation. It right up the dick hole. It'll just calm you right down. It's like a sea breeze. I think they're great. I just make fun of the multi-level marketing schemes that sell them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, you got that's, to. That's dookie, but no, I use them all the time. Walmart, that's a shitty place to buy it. My sister-in-law will have a party at your house. <laughs> well, I'll spend $24 on it. That's legit shit. And then you know what the big thing is? You can sell it, too, because it's such a great product. Yep. No, wait a minute. Is Isaiah just going to be there? It. She's always selling those fucking crystals, man. Those just crystals. In addition to recommending a number of... So, yeah, I already said that. He gave detailed instructions on how to make the putrid... Look, I'll be the judge if it's putrid or not. Toad vomit treatment, according to two unpublished pages handwritten by Newton that are now on the auction block. That's actually pretty cool. It's very interesting. It is Any, very interesting. Anything he, he wrote yeah. down, I suppose, would be cool because he's <clears throat> anything he wrote down, even if it was some girl's number that he. Got even if it was some shit he wrote when he was high as shit, and he was like toad, <laughs> toad vomit. On my thirdest hit from the joint. <laughs> I've come up with a plan for the plague. So that is wait. They show he, he, like, last goes into detail to talk about how you like cook it up like a witch. He was a you witch. Suspend, what does it say? No, it just says he suspends the toad by its legs in a chimney for three days until it vomits <laughs> up the earth with various insects in it. This vomit must be caught on a dish of yellow wax. After the toad dies, its body should be turned into powder mixed with the vomit and a serum and then made into lozenges and worn about this the This was from area. Newton's early days when he called himself the witch doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, doesn't... When you see toad vomit, you're thinking of the, the toad's mouth... Doesn't it look like the fucking thing even has like these nasty ass fucking cold sores? Dude, it's <laughs> somehow making it even less. Not that I want any toad vomit, but like if they gave me like a lineup of toads. Yeah. First off, I'd be like, not that one. What not the fuck one. is he doing? Yeah, that's the toad you can see if you click on the article. And But I mean, that's the toad, right? That's what toad. I mean, I've never seen a good looking toad. I've never been wowed. I'd fucking <sighs> eat that toad. toad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll show you one. So I like. Also, I feel like he's. I feel like he's skipping big steps. Like then turn the toad into powder. Okay, how do we fucking turn the toad into powder? We just grind it up with a pestle and mortar just until it's huh? powder. Huh? Oh God. He does he's say that the gemstone. Is that a toad or a frog? That's a frog. That's a frog. I tried yeah. to slide it by you. I see. I'm. Ah, I got him. You want show? Show everybody your frog picture. No, it's just Justin her. pulled up a picture of a frog that is in disguise as a toad. He looks at like he looks a lot like <clears throat> moss. You know, yeah, there's something yeah. about like a big. Wait, did you find that? No, it's one of my favorite animals. Oh, yeah, it is a really it's cool. Just a oh, cool it's one. kind of like an exotic looking one, like yeah. all. But it's a frog. I tried oh, to like, pass. Oh, wow. I tried up, to sneak it past Isaiah. It's not a toad. Up in Maine, they got like these big ass. <laughs> I was gonna they look. Lean. They're very rounded. Yeah. There's nothing special about them. They're just toads. But sometimes it's just cool to see one that's that big. Yeah. Because you have an idea of how big a toad should be, and sometimes they're just fucking you. Like they're fucking. Thing huge. weighs like sometimes two pounds. Sometimes they're fucking you. Sometimes they're fucking you. <laughs> Sometimes, 
So Maybe wait, you know, so I come home from a party one night with my wife. We come back, and we got one light on. You can kind of see, and I see what I thought was a rock. And we're just coming home, and I'm all happy. It's like a Saturday night. I want to come back. And I just go to see this, and I'm talking to her about something. I think it's a rock. I swear to God. I thought, and I just kick it over, and it was like a toad. And she didn't know what I was. And she was like, what? What the fuck? You're like going after this toad. It happened like 20 years ago. She still talks. If, if toad comes up, she's like, are you going to kick it? Gonna are you going to kick it? Kick this fucking toad? But it was you weird because I thought it was a rock. So I did kind of freak out. I was like, holy shit. I just kicked this toad out of nowhere. I'm you not usually punted that. punted it like it was a field goal. Punted it. But you, you know toad? what they say, though? If you, you know, you drink 100 beers. They don't call you like beer king or beer drinker. But if you fuck one goat, you're goat. <laughs> fuck one goat. It's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes, man. And that, yeah, toads eat any, like most toads eat, if it's like the size of their body or it fits in their mouth, they can eat it. And then you have toads that are like fucking like 10 inches, like those massive ones that they have down in Australia, the invasive ones. And then they, they brought the cat, they brought fucking house cats. They let house cats out in Australia thinking they were going to eat and, and mitigate the toad population. But instead they just decimated all the ground nesting birds in the whole yep. place so now if you open if you pop open uh like a hunting magazine in in a, uh, like in australia there's there's dudes with like their fucking rifles and everything and they're holding up dead cats by the tail like let's look at this hall because it's just they just need them all dead because it's ruining everything in australia yeah they, they've made yeah. like tons of species go extinct <laughs> yeah because i'm house not cats. exaggerating mm-hmm. yeah house cats have made tons of species they're house go cats they're fucking ruthless Pussy. Is a problem in Australia. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna go down to Australia. I heard they got a big pussy problem, <laughs> and I'm here to solve it. <laughs> I am the pussy king. That was different. I was trying to make a, t- well, a tiger king. king. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, if you have news, if you see some crazy fun article that you want us to talk about here on the road soda, and you want to be our feet on the street. Boots on the ground. You can send that to roadsodamail at gmail.com, uh, just like our good man Grant. And, uh, you know, that's, that's that's all the news you're going to need, guys. Wait, one last thing. Would you rather in Seattle order the Americano fried catfish or the blonde roast salmon? That's the question. Blonde roast salmon. That sounds better, too, right? Sounds catfish all day, baby. <laughs> catfish all day, West Virginia. Yeah. You said it's the pike, though? What was the the Pikes the Pikes Peak catfish? Oh, the, the Pikes Peak. What would that have to do with? Uh, what was the name? What was the catfish one? Well, you were saying that the Americana. what was the uh, the Americana catfish Americana? Yeah, I don't want a watered down whatever. I'll take the salmon. salmon. I'll take the blonde salmon. I guess the Pikes Pike would have been the most on the nose. I don't know there why you I go. get that. That was good. Good man. Coming to Pop Flicks. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by PopFlix. Everyone's a buzz about Popco's new streaming service, PopFlix. Let's take a moment to introduce you to some of their new original series. BoJack Horsecock is an animated series that tells the heartwarming tale of an ex-fireman turned kindergarten teacher. Keep the Kleenex handy and check out Doing Strange Things. A group of all-trans ghost hunters search for the paranormal in a small town shared with the Westboro Baptist Church. You won't believe what goes bump in the night. My Old Bird's Box is the story of an elderly man battling dementia and the IRS as he tries to locate his deceased wife's body to find the map to a buried treasure tattooed on her vagina. Or is it just dementia? PopFlix starts at $23.99 a month. That's almost twice as much as Netflix. That's how you know it's better. PopFlix, a Popco brand.
Luca Craigslist Chronic. Here we are. Here again. We have some stories. We have uh, some of them are still trickling in from um, it's Palm Springs. That that move that Andy Samberg movie is coming out on Hulu from Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's basically fifty first dates in in Palm Springs, which is like just outside of uh, what's it called? L A. Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. NLA, technically. It's more closer more more closer to more Joshua Tree. But uh it looks like it looks really good. It's gonna be on uh Hulu now. We know what our Andy lo- Sandberg movie. Yeah. Andy Sand He's only done a couple, right? He's done uh, uh Hot Rod f- is absolute favorite. Hot Rod's fucking old. But the, he did one in the middle where he was the uh Don't Stop Never Stopping. The pop star one. Did you ever see oh, that one? Oh, Humble, it. I believe it was called, right? Was it called Humble? Yeah. Humble. Uh, um, something different. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. I thought it was called. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. It wasn't called Don't Stop. That was the tagline. It was like, whatever it was called, yeah, it was like, yeah. Don't Stop. Don't did you never see it? stop it. I did. Mm. It had a little bit of funny in it. He proposes to yeah. his girlfriend at one point, and they do this huge elaborate thing. He's a huge pop star. They and have he goes a- through the power lines, and he goes through a fucking window, <laughs> and then he falls down on a rock crusher. Sayonara. That's right. <laughs> That's <fucking laughs> no, love that. No, what was the fucking... It was like, they bring some fucking animal... Wolves. Yeah. They bring wolves. He wants to have like a bunch of wolves, and like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful ceremony. And then the fucking wolves get away from him. And they start like they're like these huge fucking wolves. And they Doing start like stuff. attacking people, and they're like running to the fucking thing. And he had Seal there to sing, and Seal's trying to get in the limo, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And the fucking wolves get him, and then Seal comes back, and he's like, "Seal, you fought off the wolves." He goes, "Yeah, I've 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 got experience with wolves. How do you think I have all these scars?" And then he gets taken out by the wolves, and it's like that's fucking an awesome Dude, cameo god. for Seal. That is really really cool. Everyone's been wondering. Uh, yeah, it actually looks really good. It looks pretty entertaining. We saw the thing last night. So, mm-hmm. but here we are, Craigslist Chronicle. We do have some things rolling in from the Palm Springs one. Uh, the only new thing I posted this week, and I posted it yesterday afternoon, was in Chicago. And out of all the places we posted, it's got the least amount of things rolling. In. It's like coming in the the slowest. Really? Bunch of Chicago. fucking pricks. All I, and all I said it was just a simple strange story. Like, what's your what's your strange uh, story? I don't think anyone's got one of those. Um, it's a lot of the UFO after death, the psychedelic stuff. I got a Can you do a Chicago accent? Chicago. I went. I went to Milwaukee. I saw one of those queers. He was like right behind me, and I went back to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> My I favorite can't. accent is is any Greg accent. I do it's love the Greg Chicago guy. Accent. It's very funny. They do the um, what the fuck is the word? They just have funny. They put accents on shit that just makes don't me belong. Laugh. There's a lot of them down here. There's a lot on of the Chicago's. west coast of Florida. Chicago. My Mid- brother. Mid-Western my is. brother-in-law is from Chicago. He's a good guy. Um, Mr. Justin, you got yours pulled up. I do. What do we got? Uh, first of all, uh, it has emojis in it, so I automatically yes. just quality. Yeah, quality. 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 I, don't, I don't like emojis. I use emojis so often. Yeah, exactly. I like Maybe not use, in an email. I like to use the like. I like to use random emojis mm-hmm. and send them with the confidence of that they mean something. I put a hot dog a lot for no reason. Yeah, yeah. or I like I particularly like the farmer. Oh, he's got a like reason. a gardener's hat. <laughs> he's got like the gardener's hat and he's holding a carrot and he's just like, "What's up?" You know, like that's a great one to send or the squid, you know. Like, yeah. right. But none of those are in this email. <laughs> These are all earnest Yikes. emojis. Hey there. Thanks for responding. Here's a quick summary of a few experiences that stand out. I have a couple more if these don't pique your interest. Ooh, we got Peace another Peace sign wheel. emoji. By the way, everyone, wow. public okay, service announcement. 
uh, public service announcement. announcement. It is not peak. It's not P E A K. It's it's like piked. It's P I Q U E D. Yeah, peaked. Oh, but they don't have a gotcha. they don't have that type of emoji. So I did yeah. a mountaintop. He said, number one, I just tried DMT for the first time in a ritual setting with an unusual shaman and is in quotations, which... Unusual yeah. shaman, not the same old boring shaman. Yeah. We meditated, started a fire, lit sage, and then I was blasted off into another dimension. Two exclamation points. I connected with ancestors and my deceased grandma in a Super Mario type of setting slash level. Sounds I also saw cool. also Super saw jesters slash jokers that kept flipping me off, and a shape shifting creature that switched from a snake to a lizard to an elf, who kept pointing at my penis region. I'm still <laughs> processing everything that happened. The entire experience was bonkers. That's the first paragraph. Any, uh, I guess, feel about that? Do you, why do you think they were pointing at his uh, groins? Because he's penis. because despite how large or small it may be, I bet he has some insecurities leading to his penis and maybe even some sexual assault that he's buried. Wow, that went really. And there really and these him. elves and the snake elves are just like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like if you think about like body dysmorphia. Like, so yeah. I'm not I'm not saying this particular person has a small penis, but if you think about like bodybuilders who still think that they're small, they're like the biggest, they're like 350 yeah. pounds, six three, lift yeah. cars, and they're like I'm small. So like body dysmorphia is real. So so no matter they what do size, they have small dicks because of all the steroids. Yeah, that only affects your testicles. Only the testicles. Well, the dick gets double, triple. They don't sometimes. get into the. They don't get into that. <laughs> profession without the small dick <laughs> then the testicles come in after um, you need a lifted truck first then you need with your dick right. well, no, you, if you're going to do that you, you get the lifted alright so, right. <laughs> while deployed in a war zone in parentheses I'm a vet oh I forgot there was some crying laughy face emojis and some other shit that I skipped clearly struggling with the meaning of what he's talking this about. was an exceptionally shitty and traumatic deployment so we started self-medicating when possible through illegal means is this a guy or a girl i believe this is it's a man a, this Th- dude yeah uh it, surprised by the emojis i'm going girl because of the emojis the emojis but i mean he was school. deployed or they were deployed no hold on there well he has a penis yeah the so the penis. that made me think Did it was a girl, penis but, region i mean loose women sometimes call Oh, that penis <laughs> and I guess technically we it's don't know him. how they identify so which right. it doesn't you know alright so here's the deal anyway one day someone had shrooms shipped to them doing shrooms in a war zone was probably the dumbest idea ever but we Sounds decided cool. to go for it I ate a bunch and waited nothing happened so I kept eating more because I wasn't feeling anything next thing you know I completely break through to the other side I was sitting in a corner looking off into space, not saying a word. Through my lens, I was hallucinating different scenarios where I was caught being high by military officials. People I worked with spoke about how my career was over, how I was going to jail, but none of this actually happened. As soon as one of those nightmare scenarios would end, a new one would begin. Can you send me links to your previous recordings? Here's the deal. I believe that he believes he experienced that Right, but that was one hundred percent in his mind's eye. He did not actually. There's no, you don't have shrooms and then hallucinate people there telling you that you're losing your job. Like yeah. that doesn't happen. Right, you know. So that had to have been some mind's eye shit. That is really. It makes it. It makes me think of how many people are doing what kind of drugs. Like if they can just fucking pop it into the mail. Send it out to your troops out in wherever, and they're 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 getting shrooms of all the drugs that you're like. I'm in a war zone. Let yeah. me see. Uh, heroin. Nah. Is there light? Meth, nah. I mean, what? Have you ever mailed shrooms to anyone? Uh, n- I have never. <laughs> <laughs> mailed, I have, 
I have never mailed them out. Dude, time out. This <laughs> don't enter state. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> this, this literally reminds. I told you guys I'm trying to rewatch. I'm trying to watch the Sopranos because I never watched it before. Sopranos. And now I'm just gonna say Sopranos just because it you know just because it drives you crazy. Sopranos. But I love how they talk on the phone. It's basically like that. He's like, he, like Polly calls him. He's like, Hey Tony, you know that thing? Uh, you know that we don't know nothing about. He's like. I could think of a few things I don't know nothing I about. Think of a few things. And he's like, "All right, well, I'm just saying, if you was worried, I don't think we got to worry about, you know, if we even knew anything about that thing we know nothing about." And then Tony would be like, "Yeah, all right. Well, I mean, I, I got no worries personally. I don't know nothing about nothing, but okay. All right, I got to go to my therapist <laughs> yeah. appointment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just that's a, you know, have you ever mailed them out? I was like, I have." Never, ma- I don't go to the post office. <laughs> Ma- <laughs> right. Mailed them out. down. Put them outgoing. Out? No, never outgoing. I am just curious if we could find out. There's got to be some way we could do statistical analysis on the U.S. mail to find out what, how many pounds of shrooms are in the mail at any given time. Oh my god! In I'm the sure air, in the trucks. It's either exactly what you think, or like it's it's like this, that number. Yeah, or triple. Exactly. <laughs> There's that joke. There's that. Uh, I love that um, Mitch Hedberg joke. He's like, I love the. I love the mailman because a dr- he's a drug dealer and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep, yep. He's a drug dealer and he doesn't even know it. Oh. Beautiful. Um, so that was a pretty good one. I've never heard of anybody taking hallucinogens outside of like the Vietnam War. Yeah. Um, yeah, like being deployed in like Af- Afghanistan, having somebody send you mushrooms. I mean, like, hey, you would be a fun idea. This is a perfect set and setting for shrooms. Yeah. I I I hope it was like a sixth grade class from like Madison, Ohio. Let's get everyone get shrooms from your parents. Get them in a box. We're going to send them to the troops. We're going to send them gummy bears and a fuck ton of shrooms. I'm a special type of teacher. His his DMT story, I I do think makes sense. Because like I said, you know, during our time, like you, you can definitely hear like in whether or not it's real, you definitely think. That you're talking to like dead relatives and stuff. And then uh, like I didn't have any crazy, you know, I've never had any crazy experiences like that. But I do know that one person I was at a music festival with said that their entire DMT trip was like 15 minutes of them just walking down hallways where everything was made up of like naked, like buff black dudes that had no head. And it was just Sign huge. Me. Just oh. like a, was just, <laughs> they were just walking down a hallway and the wall was like nothing. It, like there was no actual wall. It was just like big buff black men and like these huge dicks. And they said I that's all it. they saw the whole time it. was just huge black dicks. And so I know like- that absurd things can happen. I do think it's a sounds like they may have taken DMX, not DMT, <laughs> but that's just me. But uh, hey, Zingdom. Uh, let's see, Greg. Do you have your the China email? I do have the China email. Is it about fur Chinas? China. I love that. This the yeah. My mom so mom says vagina because she's a hillbilly. Fur China. Oh, I get You're it for now. China. Fur yeah. China. I uh, this email came in and then the person just said it was like some really cryptic kind of shit and then I just sent out the canned email that I sent. It says uh, whatever the story is, just let us know. And then he sent back even more cryptic shit. So this is a UFO stuff. Uh, wait, that was just really interesting because that could be some hick shit to call it the fur China, 
But I can also see some like wealthy New England woman going, sweetheart, let me tell you something, okay? It is your fur china. It is to be protected at all costs. She it's also very made special. Us call it our doo doo, which is very confusing because that's also like what you call poop. Oh, did you make doo doo? No, it's just like the just teacher... wipe, make sure you wipe your doo doo really good. Like, oh my why God. do you call it my doo doo? You want a little doo doo? I'm wicked confused. Are we eating? Am I wiping my ass? Are you talking about my snatch? Kind of about the Javini. <laughs> All right, we're ready for some Chinese Craigslist. Let's do it. In 2008, Wu Shengli, an admiral in the Chinese Navy, was contacted by a council of four individuals inside the Chinese Communist Party. Snooze fest so far. Stay with me. Wu was inducted into the group to become the fifth person to obtain and be briefed on information about an extraterrestrial engagement. Now I see why Isaiah was interested. (laughs) (laughs) All other members of the group were officially of lower government rank. Wu was led to believe there were higher ranking government officials involved, but that his point of contact regarding the incident would be limited to two members of the five. Two months later, Wu took a medical leave and was admitted to hospital where two of the members worked. Wu was transported from there to a fishing vessel in Fugin province where he was taken on a private ski boat. Is there any other kind? Sounds like fucking 007. (laughs) Outside of Chinese waters to meet with the extraterrestrial system is in... (laughs) We are experimenting with some technological differences, everybody. We had experimented... (laughs) Uh, the Chinese hacked Greg Godzilla uh, boom mic stand and knocked it over. So. Wu was transported from there to a fishing vessel. It's not lost to me that I'm talking to Godzilla, talking about this Chinese secret stuff. I mean, Godzilla's Japanese, but I, mean, I bought this. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks, but I'll tell you what. We're going to learn something here. They're in on the long con for this one because I got this this thing from a neighbor at a garage sale almost 26 years ago, and <laughs> they implanted that microphone knowing that we would do this here so they're ready Wu was transplanted from there if you're still with me to a fishing vessel in Fugin province where he was taken on a private ski boat outside of Chinese waters to meet with the extraterrestrial system as it was called aboard a dilapidated 80 foot fishing vessel under a Vietnamese flag the plot thickens. Yeah, I wish I had a chance to pre-read this, but Isaiah just likes everything off the CD. Mm-hmm. Wu's notes of the meeting served as the source <laughs> of information about this encounter. Uh-huh. The system was an advanced non-biological AI. Okay. The system was 99.9999 self-created and had been traveling adrift for about 1.1 million years. The system was capable of building biological entities, if needed, as an inexpensive form of labor. The system was capable of mining and processing what it needed from planets and any other bodies it would encounter as it traveled. I would love to know what other fucking bodies he's thinking of. Dude, we have no... Please continue. The system's architecture included subatomic means of construction. The system was vulnerable to damage from common ballistics and its means of defense were largely comprised of its ability to flee. The system developed a means of communicating with people through a cell network using machine language as a Rosetta Stone. Upon meeting with the system, it's actually twice as funny reading this. When you look at the spelling, this dude (laughs) could not have completed the sixth grade. (laughs) 
But he's been the one who's endowed with this information. He's... They've, they've, they've gifted... Yeah. Upon meeting with the system, Wu was given a smartphone that had been modified to communicate with the system on a specific spectrum. The system wished to negotiate with Wu the purchase slash exchange of goods for the system's use. The material sought a retired Chinese submarine scheduled for scrap. Raw uranium, highly processed industrial gold, lead, titanium, silica, graphite, and liquid oxygen. Sounds like all the same shit the Russians want. Wait, is silica <laughs> the uh, that little packet of seasoning they give you in beef jerky? Yeah, yeah. The, you gotta open it up packet and sprinkle it. Yeah. And they also put it in a pair of shoes, though, and it says, do not eat. That's why you gotta sprinkle it on your beef jerky. <laughs> and then sh- yeah, you shake the bag up. That's my favorite part about buying beef jerky. Shake it up. Yes. Genetic samples of several insects, which Wu could not ascertain via the system's explanation. That's a sentence. I'm just... The system <laughs> said it. So the system... So what I'm understanding is the system went, uh, uh, Wu, we're gonna, I'm going to need you to collect the great horned beetle, but you're not going to be able to. And you're also going to need... Is that what it's... How I'm understanding it? Or is it said you need to collect all these, these insects? And then Wu was like... Is this you playing Animal Crossing? Maybe he is, man. Like, collect 10 beetles and then come back to me? Yeah, this is definitely, definitely sounds like a quest. In return, the system offered access to a technology for efficiently desalinating water or a separate technology for cheaply creating heat using a subatomic process. Wu left the vet. We're almost done here, people. Almost done. This is from a guy named Peter, last name redacted. (laughs) It's not Wu. That is a big fucking family. Redacted, I know. They're, they're, they're all over Craigslist. <laughs> Wu left the, ho- the vessel and returned to meet with his group at the hospital. The spelling is just fucking brutal. <laughs> Wu. Guys, it's, Wu. it's, it's really fun to watch Greg struggle right now. It's fucking not easy, man. <laughs> Wu was pronounced dead from a stroke the following week while being treated by one of the doctors on staff, but the pronouncement was rescinded the following week. As Wait, does happen. How is Wu spelled? W U. How do they pronounce it? Dead. Wu <laughs> 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 returned to his work as admiral. Last paragraph. Wu's documents detailing his engagement with the system were retrieved by an unknown private hacking group that had been contracted by the Japanese to spy on the Chinese. The Japanese intelligence services concluded the information was bait on the server left as a form of counter intel. The information was eventually disseminated by the hacker group after it broke up due to disagreements. Due to. The worst kind of disagreement. (laughs) It always comes down to a bitch, I tell you what. That is, uh, that... Well, you know what my favorite part is is what the posted fuck? posted a Craigslist question and about you ever seen a that UFO and now we're all on a watch said, list. Can you tell me about Wu's involvement in, in, the, in the Chinese Navy. Chinese Navy and the and the system. If that had to be turned into a movie, it'd be called the System. That was that's my favorite part is that we posted this thing on Craigslist just being like, Hey, you guys ever seen a UFO or have you ever had a near death experiment experience? And some guy and some guy was like, Oh, oh, this is it. I'm getting the information out. And he types up this entire thing about the Chinese going out to a fucking fishing vessel where there's this, this intergalactic AI intelligence that's floating out in the ocean that wants insects and gold. And, uh, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, guys? 
it's, isn't it? It's it's really fun. I uh, I actually it's a little bit of a trauma point for me. It's a little trigger you know point for me because um, uh, I have a very close friend who speaks like that in person about conspiracies. Oh really? And it's fun for like oh, that's good. Maybe ten minutes, <clears throat> yeah. and then after a while, you're just like, "Fuck!" Now he thinks I'm in like to him, and yeah. he thinks I'm like so like you. If you give him any kind of like uh, validation just to be polite during the conversation, yeah. like, oh yeah, really interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, so then, yeah, exactly. like, oh okay, we're gonna go a little bit. Isaiah. We're gonna go a little deeper. <laughs> no, dude, Isaiah <laughs> is like interesting, mysterious universe type stuff. This other friend is like deep state lizard people. Like <laughs> they're out on the fucking fishing vessel. They're they're ninety nine point nine 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 percent self made. Just like Elon Musk, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I I thought that was it's so just out of left field. I think we could post it a million times, and I mean that's almost up there with. Uh, I mean, do you think this guy has any any idea about the Gorgons all over the East Coast? I mean, I think he's probably beyond that. He's done enough research that he's already debunked that. He's like, nah, he's down to woo on the fishing. I'm on myself. the, I'm on to the woo. Uh, yeah, woo on the fishing I'm boat. He wanted bro, uranium, a Netflix password, fifty-two thousand yen. <laughs> I do just want to also say that I think it's wonderful that the uh, aliens respected like the international water laws. They're like, well, we can't go over there. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> Korea's. You know, it's so let's just. It's funny when people go into these huge diatribes and they have like three touch points in reality, and they're like, da 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 da. But you've got to make your car payment by the 14th. And then like a bunch of weird ass <laughs> shit. And they're like, and I always pick my kid up at such and such time. And you're like, all right. All right. I so now it. that you've grounded it in three points of reality, I'm on board. <laughs> I like it. So, uh, Christy, mm-hmm. are you all ready with Joe? Your my emails? UFO story? Is it a UFO story? Uh, yeah. My oh, baby. You know, how I, you know what it does to me when you talk UFO. <laughs> Talk you up. My brother and I were driving back home from the border one night after having gone to visit a friend. Basically, the road goes from a twisty dirt road to a small freeway. We got to the freeway and started driving when suddenly both my brother and I blanked out at the same time. And we suddenly realized we were on a separate freeway, which was parallel to the one we had been on and at least 10 miles away. Furthermore, there is no direct road connecting the two, and even if there was, neither one of us remember merging or turning at any point. It was like no time had passed. End story. That is... Wouldn't that be fucking terrifying? Terrifying. And that is a surprisingly common thing that happens to people. And it's not just... Everybody knows about, oh, when you're driving, you're on your commute, you kind of like zone out, and then before you know it, you're back in your driveway. Mm -hmm. This is... I was on a road trip. We were... It was me and somebody else... And then all of a sudden, we were on a different road. It, the sun was going down, and we both looked at each other and we're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Golden like this, ticket bong hit. Boom! That's, <laughs> that's what they call. We ain't even in the car. I'm laying in a field. Looked over. My cousin wasn't even there. The Not golden the ticket bong hit by by Marlboro. Pick up a pack. <laughs> have, has anybody have either of you ever experienced missing time? Any kind of missing time? Not at all. Not like that. I really want to be like abducted. Like I, I really want to go. If they were like, "Do you want to come?" The UFO is here. Like, yes, take me now. I want mm. it so bad. I really do. Mm-hmm. Not when I was probed out of her. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like she's into that My alien. You do. I don't give a fuck how many are there. Not when you're laying next to me, babe. <laughs> anyway, 
so wait, what do you have you you've never have you ever had missing well, time? No, here's the here's what's weird. I feel like uh, I feel like I have a story about missing uh, time, but I can't think of it. So maybe it never happened. I don't know. That's what they're doing to weird. you. They're trying to screen yeah. your memories. Justin. It's funny because when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that happened to me, but uh, I can't think of any stories. So I guess it never yeah. happened. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard very similar stories to that one. I think people like driving down a road to find themselves on a different road or they were like walking home from school one day or something happened and it, and then they'll go to like some kind of hypnotic regression therapy and then the, this entire three hours that was missing from their, their life comes out and it was like, you know, some kind of crazy abduction experience where, Oh, right. Like the, there was the movie that was based on those tapes. Do you know what I'm talking Oh, really? About? Fire in the sky. I have no idea. Is that a metal band? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Um, it had the recurring like theme of the barn owl because that was what linked everyone. Everyone had seen. This is a movie. Because yeah, this is a very real thing. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, this movie is based on actual tapes from a therapist who was seeing these people. Really? Yeah. So and and uh, the the connecting theme to all of them was. That they uh, they were seeing a barn owl like yeah. those big eyes. It's a very very common thing. There's people have uh, weird experiences surrounding owls, mm-hmm. and it, the idea is that the owl is a screened memory for actually seeing an extraterrestrial. They just implant a memory of an owl in your brain instead of actually seeing. And I've and and when I first heard about that, because this guy actually he's like a hiker and he writes like outdoor books, but he wrote. He was just kind of slightly interested in that shit, and and he went to one of those seminars where everyone sits around and talks about their UFO stories. And he got up and he goes, uh, "Does anybody have any experience with owls?" And like almost everybody raised their hand, and it was this through line that nobody ever connected the dots with. And uh, it was really just when I heard that I started asking people in my life, like, "Have you ever seen an owl?" And I, I got picked up by this fucking yellow cab one night. Uh, it was like three in the morning. They're like the only people open. This guy picked me up. He's the from. I said, "You must be a real night owl," and you just jumped out of the cab. And I was like, "I gotta go!" And I just sprinted all <laughs> the way home. Part of this shit. He was from. He was from South Africa, and he told me. Uh, and I was like, "You ever seen an owl?" And he goes, "No, I've never seen an owl." And then I, I I waited for a little bit, and then he's like, "You know what? Actually, I, I, I've seen an owl. It's the biggest owl I've ever seen." And he talks about this fucking owl that he said he lived on this this little barn. In, down in South Africa with his family and one night he came outside and he said it he's like it had it looked like it was like three or four feet tall and it was sitting up on the and he, and he the way he started explaining it was like bone chilling he's like it was like a three foot four foot owl sitting up on this post and it was gray and it just sat there for for a really long time my I, my wife and I we came out and we stared at this thing for a while and then uh, it was just a really really interesting story right after I had, and almost like he had completely forgot about it until I asked because when I did ask he's like no I've never seen one and he's like actually I have I have seen a big fucking crazy owl but yeah it's a very common thing for people who get abducted they see a lot of owls too there's a there's a place that does screens aluminum screens in the um, the cages down here maybe people don't know but in southwest Florida because we're in the fucking rainforest if you have a pool you typically tend to screen the whole thing with an yep. aluminum thing so that you don't living in the fucking rainforest in your pool so you don't want owls in there so screens (laughs) i got it this no this one particular pool company that puts like a little um owl like a statue like a statue of an owl up on the top i guess to keep bird i forget what there was a practical reason yeah Yeah. it keeps away a lot of birds and a lot of other animals yeah Yeah. and he he did woodpeckers specifically too like if woodpeckers are messing up your sighting and stuff, you could put an owl out there and they won't they won't mess up your sighting. And so now he does it for all of his projects. So they put this little screen up. It's a good top, thing. On the top That's, of the year. But there's th- this is like people have stories like I was driving down the side of the road. 
I was driving down the road and I saw standing on the side of the road like an owl that was like three feet tall. And I passed it and I stopped and I looked back. The owl wasn't there. And when I got home, I was three hours later than I should have been. It's like, that's par for the course on that one. I've, I've heard a lot of stories like that. Anyway, let me read. Uh, look, we've got enough. I just want to say I did, a, I, did, I did a fact check. And uh, the movie was called The Fourth Kind. Apparently got really bad reviews. I remember liking it. And uh, wow. it, it actually got criticized because it used tapes uh, and stuff like this. And, and the story is based on these disappearances and tried to make it a hokey sci-fi movie, which leads me to believe... They're like, how could you take all these missing re- people reports yeah. from here? You're misrepresenting, you know, fiction is or truth is fiction or whatever. But maybe they were abducted and someone's pissed. Someone's pissed. Trying to so cover it up. They're just trying Fire to be like, this bullshit. This is bullshit. Yes. 412 is- people in the past three years have gone missing from our beautiful small town. So but, what? I mean, what is that? It's 12% 12- of the population? <laughs> you know? Wait, no. Fire in the Sky was the movie I thought you were talking about. That was a movie where there was like a famous case of a guy that claimed to be abducted. D.B. Sweeney. Do you know D.B. Sweeney? Is he a big enough actor that people would know? Isn't that your uncle? You might recognize him. <laughs> D.B. Sweeney, that motherfucker owes me $5. It was like a 90s, late, late 90s movie maybe. Uh, but the most chilling thing I remember was when he was doing it. Because he was abducted and he lost a bunch of time. Mm-hmm. Then he came back and then he was like a fucking maniac. And everyone was like, what is with this fucking dude? And he claimed to be abducted. And, I, you know, it was probably the same type of thing. Where there was like one account or two accounts and who knows how fucking realistic it was. And then... They built on it and they made this fucking sci-fi movie, but... And now, another word from our sponsors. New to PopFlix. The summer game show people are really crying about. That's my cat! We take your cat and give it a complete makeover. Then, put it in a pack of other similar cats. Then, you have to pick your cat out. If you can, you win one million dollars. If you can't, we kill your cat. cat. Father Charles Patrick. Father, Father Charles. Now Steven is hoping his cat will come to him. Father Charles Patrick. Come on, boy. We've seen this strategy before, folks, and it never works. Father Charles. (laughs) Come here, Charles. Steven, has Father Charles Patrick ever come when you do that? <laughs> no! Can the owners find their cats? Find out who wins a million dollars and who goes home empty handed and catless. Stream the whole season this summer on Popflix. You should watch it for no other reason than it's really fucking creepy when he's reenacting the time when he's up in the spaceship they're like probing him but they're not probing his anus like traditional aliens they put this thing <laughs> in his throat right in his, God, God, his dick just... tip <laughs> no he's like laying on this thing and he's like wrapped up like a mummy and he's like screaming like this you know he's a good actor he's doing this scream then this thing like goes into his throat and he's still screaming and I was like how the fuck does he Sounds do that? Sounds hot, Christy. No, it's really fucking like Jesus Christ you're screaming like that and this thing is in your throat and he's like ah! and it's like Oh yeah. Fuck. I get it. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> we call that a terror BJ in West Virginia. Uh, that is the West Virginia terror BJ. <laughs> What you got, Isaiah? I got one that actually came in just at the start of the episode so I absolutely have not read this. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. I moved to the deserts at a young age because my mom wanted to get her life together. That's 
A plus B that. equals C. How would you not get? My life's shit. Go to the desert. Life's better. The desert. The desert's out. It's plural. My mother the is desert. a rabbit. <laughs> my mother is a rabbit oh, DJ. So that's just Dairy Queen. That. Fucking Dairy Queen. He was. He, I get this. He and his mom were living in their car in the back of the Dairy Queen. The desserts. The desserts. Yeah. I like. And uh, there was. What Greg said was a. Uh, Rabbit DJs. Oh, right, right. They're back. Rabbit EDM. <laughs> right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> at the time, it was just me and my mom. But later on, we went to pick up my father from jail. Jail. Prison. I knew it. High five on Christy. You're picking up. <laughs> you're getting the kind of things that come through on Craigslist. You're getting it. There's definitely a, an easy... Once you've read one, you've read Wait, them Wait, so desert prison? Are there prisons in the it's desert? It's the worst kind of prison. The only, wor- the only prison worse than a desert prison is an ocean prison. It's an ocean prison. That's bad. Bad. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, so, father up from jail, and once he came, everything changed. Started off fine, but my father was a longtime drug addict and even sold them himself. Monkeys can't sell bananas. I've said that forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was a pretty direct, strict guy. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry, nice. Wow, okay. We're both doing Here it. Here we are. <laughs> uh, I, expect, <laughs> I expect to have a, have a father, but he wasn't ready to commit to a family. After all, I was the youngest of, of his third baby mother, my mom. He was a cheater, liar, and manipulator. Papa was a rolling stone. <laughs> That's just like I hear it in the background. It was picked up out of jail prison. All right. I think the, the next line is uh, wherever he laid his head was his home. But that's okay. I like your version <laughs> too. But I thought it was this song. Uh, the last time I seen him, he had busted my mom's head and dislocated her shoulder and ran us out of the house at 2 a.m. This is a guy. I'm going to go out and say this is a guy doing this one. What do this you one? Yeah. We well, yeah, had a guy with... It's a guy and his mom and his dad. Did he already say he was a guy? No, I guess not. I'm assuming it's his I son. I didn't. What do you think? What do you? The, what do you? The, who do you? We're what do you think? Guy vibe. I didn't. Get a, I didn't get a guy vibe. You got a girl vibe. I did. I didn't get a guy vibe. All right. So this is one of those absence, <laughs> absence of guy vibe. Your words. You know what? Actually, I think, non-binary. I think I'm projecting because other than the Dairy Queen, like some of this is like relevant to to you know my childhood. So I was like, oh yeah, I've been there, kid. You know, I know what you're doing. Okay. So. I'd like to see that's a very so two yeah, guy I was votes. projecting. It was yeah. my bad. A uh, Hermes vote, and then what do you? Well, got? I mean, I'm reading the thing, so I can give you the, the exact answer. But um, yeah, so the what <laughs> he's recusing himself. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a man with some power. I do see. <laughs> this actually, let me let me read the rest of that article, and then we'll see what we'll see if you guys can uh, come to a a firm or a firm decision. Again, I have not read this, so I don't know. Uh, the last time I seen him, he had busted my mom's head and dislocated her shoulder and ran us out of the house at 2 a.m. with a hunting rifle. And that was the last time I, last time I seen him. A week later, my friend's little brother ran to tell me my dad put his mother in the hospital. And the worst part was this woman already had a stint in her neck. I didn't know you could put a stint. Stint, stint. In, stint in the neck. I think you can put one anywhere where there's a major artery. Put a stint in. I know yeah, people too. People put them in their calves and in their well, in their legs. I know, which I guess would be your yeah. femoral artery. You normally put them in the heart, though. Yeah. yeah well, it depends yeah. on what your issue is, you know. Because if you like, if you have 
Um, what would the issue blockage, be in your neck that you need a stent? That's what I'm trying to explain to you. If, Not if thinking you, too good. If you have an issue in an artery, like in oh, your leg yeah, or in yeah. your neck, and then you have that blockage, go the blood will the pull, and then it will um, it'll cause like a pulmonary embolism Oof. in your lung, or like that clot can move. So yeah, wherever you have the blockage, the stent is just kind of like a little. It. It's like a. It's yeah. like a balloon. I've heard that they put it in and then and then inflate it a little bit, and then mm-hmm. it'll kind of like uh, expand the artery so that the blood can flow yeah. through. I thought that I, was I, an angioplasty when they put the balloon in and press all the. Oh, maybe a stint's wall. different, but a whatever. Stint I, is when they go. There's a fucking major blockage. We're gonna take a, some shit out of your calf. That's a bypass. That's a bypass. That's a bypass. A stint is what you get. I think I think a stint is like a no. There, there. You get a stint, and then there's bypasses. I think. Yeah, I think. I think a stint is not maybe not a. Balloon, I was, I think yeah, it's like, it was, a, like it was a plastic like a thing. Like, kind of yeah, like, yeah. it's it's like a when you have old plumbing and you hammer like a, a plastic lining through it, it's like almost the same thing. You just, I think, is it? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what a stint did. It just yeah. keeps it wide. It yeah, where yeah, the clot yeah, is, it exactly. just like widens, widens out it so the blood and then keeps flow. it so the blood can go through there. And I he's get doing that. Very, now, now I'm following. Yeah, <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> just need a little visualization of it. So, uh, she, well, his mom, her mom, it. Their mom <laughs> uh, already had a stint in her neck. Days after the news, she died, and I and and this is the mo- his grandmother, uh, her mother, whatever. His uh, grandmother. Days, days after the news, she died, and I ended up feeling like the devil's daughter. After I'm I grew still, up, I'm doubling down on dude. I don't give a I shit. Win. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> After I grew up seeing abuse, I thought I knew better myself, but wasn't I wrong? Nice, because I ended <laughs> up with an abuser myself. We thought we, they were going to say, dude, I know. There's, no way, people, there's no way it was going to be a dude and all that shit is happening to your mom and you're just like getting run out of the house. That's why I didn't give me dude vibes Well, it depends on how young Damn you are it. when it's happening. I mean, yeah, touche, but I feel like your touché recollection of the sides. story and the way that you would tell it probably would be a little bit different, like feelings oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, just, like I, getting run out of the house, this that, and the other. Yeah, I, dude. also uh, while you were reading that, and when you were telling like what happened to the the her mom, um, it's terrible. But I love uh, how she said, "Beat her on the head and dislocated her shoulder." I was thinking of it like very literally. Like the dad's like, "I'm gonna beat your head now. Give me your shoulder." <laughs> <laughs> like pops it out. Yeah, like when I heard her say "busted her busted head," I never heard a woman say "busted his head." I've seen him every time I say that. That is not a gendered phrase. Like I have only <laughs> I have only ever heard men talk about busting heads. Busting heads. I'm penis looking at busted heads. Now you say hysterectomies? Yeah, I mean, like sure, girls talk about that, but not busting heads. <laughs> or definitely not. Busting Justin head. totally jumped off. <laughs> Justin was totally on board with it was a dude, and nope. now he's turning on me. It was a dude until the devil's daughter. The devil's daughter. It is. It is. I can. My name is Tony, the devil's daughter, queen of the desert, <laughs> queen, queen, queen of, of the desserts. desserts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the name of the per- their name is Serena. So that is a. Well, we'll never know for sure, I suppose. <laughs> but I can see where you guys are coming All from, right. too. It's agree to disagree on this one. And uh, we have two more articles. Let's uh, bang through these Craigslist articles. All right, Mr. Mr. Justin. Okay, so here we go, Ellipsis. That's three dots. <laughs> okay, I was born in Harvey, Illinois, and happened around and hopped around Illinois as far as my place of residence. All right. This is another difficult one to read. Parentheses, gypsy spirit. <laughs> okay. Lived in the hood, 
but went to all white schools. Interesting experience. I went to a farm school before with real animals. <laughs> None of that fake farm school shit. <laughs> I went to a farm school with all those stuffed animals. We learned how to how to brush them and sew them if they got ripped. And yeah. Um, I had a white godmother. I don't know what racism is. is I'm all, colorblind. Yeah. Is that, that's not what it says. It does. In parentheses, it literally says, I had a white godmother. I don't know what racism is. I'm colorblind. Okay. I, I, I'm assuming, is this person black? I don't know. Guy or girl? I'm colorblind. Guy or girl? Right now. Girl. Guy. Um, I'm, I'm getting guy vibes um, because I have a penis and I assume I'm, no, everyone's I'm thinking a guy, girl too. I'm thinking girl, too. Um, anyways, uh, being there was my first hand experience with the paranormal and the discrimination from certain kids. Some nights I had visits from spirits for a long time. They'd play hide and seek with me. They would stand outside my bedroom door and just watch me. It's so creepy. Yeah. But when I wake up, they hurry and leave. Wait, so they watch you, but then when you see them, they leave. It's like, they were just there. I just (laughs) missed them. Just missed them, but I know. I've seen them. And I'm pretty sure they were, I'm colorblind, but they're on the darker side. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean like African. I meant like, just like shadows. They were shadow figures. Yeah, I meant shadows. Um, not like, 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 who goes more like creepy ass, like shadow, like, you know, all right, I'm done. It's getting worse. I know. (laughs) My whole bed elevated for like a full minute and fell. I was happy to move because of all the gang violence. So we moved further south, and the same things were happening, but it got worse (laughs) as I was further along in high school. That was nice. My room would spin around, and some of my buddies were coming up dead. I couldn't get any sleep during my last two years of high school because I was being haunted by dark spirits. Fast forward a bit to early 20s. I guess he meant 2000? Is it? Is it from the 1920s? <laughs> yeah. When I saw my first UFO in Indiana at the beach with my friends. You know, that beach in Indiana? Yeah. Seriously. I, well, I'm assuming they, they're... Is, is Indiana's not near the Great Lakes, is it? Yeah. So is um, that what it is? It's Yeah. But it's still fun to make yeah, fun yeah. of. I, it's probably fresh water, though. I'd wear a condom. <laughs> yeah. Full body. <laughs> Don't want any fucking dick leeches. Just put we were, a finger over your dick hole anyway. You, know you guys are going to love this because uh, um, they had that. We were all. So they had the Indiana Beach UFO experience. Guess up. Guess what? They were all shook up and weirded out by that experience. <laughs> <laughs> then I started feeling it. Hey, I'm happy with that one. Your dad jokes. Oh, I like it. <laughs> then I started as if maybe these entities are all connected. And then they seduced me and my friend into sexual activity. Told you it was a check. We were so tweaked out after that night, got kissed on my cheek from a guardian angel, almost got struck by lightning back in 2017, got lost in ATL and mate G Herbo, thank God. Who's G Herbo? Do you know ATG Herbo? Mm-mm. Okay. ATG Herbo? No, 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 no. They were ATL, Atlanta. Um, Herbo, H-E-R-B-O? Well, Atlanta and then G Turbo was like the name of a rapper or like some kind of musician. Had a nervous breakdown that same year from stress, but met, met Credence Clearwater Revival that same year. Dude, here's what happened. She was in Louisiana, saw some fat dude with a beard, and she goes, Are you Credence Clearwater Revival? He said, Yes, ma'am, I yes, am. I- Would you like me to kiss you on your cheek? I'm a I guardian a- angel. G Herbo is some type of musician. And, um, like a rapper? Um. <laughs> 
I don't think it's I don't think it's soul, but it might be like Americana or yeah, it's probably rap. Can that's I a be rapper. included? It's a stack of so. money next to a guy wearing a huge chain. That's a rap. That's like got it. It ain't hear country about? music. So it ain't country. My buddy got shot in the neck mysteriously. Well, it came from a gun. I'll just tell you. Like how <laughs> did <laughs> you get a bullet in your let neck? Let me let you know saw how a, this would happen. Saw a guy tweet twerk like a stripper in a job interview before. That was cool but super weird. Had a battle rap with an elderly woman and also seen another elderly lady rap at my insurance company. It was good rhymes, by the way. BT dubs. BT dub. Yep. Just my life has been filled with paranormal activity and just weird stuff that leaves me in mystery. This is just a quick summary. The full length is crazy. Different strokes for different folks in parentheses. What is happening? I don't know. A lot of things. All in all, I don't regret anything from this journey. Okay. So you've been killing people, so I'm hearing I'm grateful for my weird life. Now COVID-19 happens, everything's weird. Enjoy your day, smiley face emoji. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I'll tell you Enriched. how I feel. Enriched. <laughs> <laughs> that person is someone who needs to see some a professional. A professional. Not us. Not Road Soda is not going to help no, no, with no. what that what's going on there. Uh, we got one more. Uno Moss, they call it. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Christy. A strange story. Here we go. This is a strange one. I was sent to a quote-unquote boarding school in Keokuk, Iowa, okay. called Midwest Academy a day before my 17th birthday. Ben Trade, the director, I knew was a sick fuck. He faced three sexual abuse charges after I got out. About two months after I got pulled from my parents, he was under investigation. Take a look on the web and dig for yourself. I would be open to describing daily life and the inside of it all. What was his name again? Ben Ben Trade. It wasn't all entirely bad, but the man who ran it and some of his employees with absolutely no background were involving themselves into a shitload of future karma. That's literally it. Interesting. That's it. T-R-A-D-E? Yeah, I would do Ben Trade boarding school. T-R-A-D-E? Mm-hmm. I did Ben Trade Keokuk. Called Midwest Academy in Iowa. Keokuk. I just want to go back to the story where she said that her bed lifted a foot off the ground. Dude, you know what's funny? is That's the second email story we've had where that happened. And I'm literally looking for the the other one. I literally wouldn't be able to sleep in my bed ever again. Yeah, we had another story come in that never actually made it to the show. We didn't read read it. And it was uh, somebody had a girlfriend or it was like a boyfriend. It was a significant other that did it, that levitated off the bed and started cackling. And then they had to like break up with them. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's another comment. It's another one of those like things that happens to people. They say that they're, they're I mean, si- significant other or they, they are something levitated yeah. off the bed when they're sleeping. Yeah. They broke up with them because they didn't wash food off the, the plates. They would just leave the plates in the sink. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, it wasn't, the, the, thing, it wasn't yeah. the bed thing. I can get over that. But. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you levitate. Some people snore. Some people levitate. You know, yeah. it's whatever. It's fine. I'm just saying, you know, some people fart on other people. Oh, he looks like a sick fuck. Are we looking at the uh, the guy that got in trouble? It looks like train, not can you, train. I want to see. Was see? this some kind of like Catholic school or something? <laughs> I want to see what a sex, a convicted sex pervert looks like, so I know how yeah, to that, avoid that. That goatee screams, I want to take 14 year old girls' virginity. It that does. Is like, yeah, that's like, yeah. was actually a, a, a dude. Oh, oh your story not. was a dude? Mm-hmm. was from a guy. Oh, okay. Well, whichever. Wait, no, wait, wait. He's, so, he's so he was sexually assaulting men? He was just whatever came in. I don't know, his... but 
I can assure you. Yeah. He faced three sexual abuse charges after he got out. He was just under investigation. Take a look. He doesn't really say much. Other than this dude got a lot of got a lot of karma. And that was from Chicago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nick, last name redacted. That family. <laughs> Bunch of sick fucks. That's uh, it's like Yoder down here. <laughs> hey, the Yoder family is a good name, okay? That was a that school is a this is described by the Des Moines Register as the tough love school for troubled youths. Oh. That is a skin and max movie if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> uh, I'm just kind of taking one quick glance through this to see if I can uh, see anything about the, the person that had the so-and-so that was floating on a bed. Anyway, <clears throat> all right, folks, that was our Craigslist. And you know what? I think the next time we do the craigslist segment i think we should on like while we're recording compile or not compile but uh, uh make a post that will get people to call into the show let's do it so next time whatever i'm not going to post anything more from now until then there's definitely going to be some things floating in if anything comes out i'm going to narrow it down a little more so we just have like one or two and then we're gonna i want to take the rest of the time to like live kind of spit how what what post are we going to make so that we can have people calling into the show from these craigslist ads because that's always those are all really really fun and then so let's do that but for now that is the fucking craigslist chronicles i don't know if anything in there is something that you um want to necessarily hear on the show you want to hear maybe the china guy you want to hear him on the show because he's probably got some cool stuff to ramble about you know what I should do? Suck. Is I'm going to take the Gorgon email. I'm going to copy and paste it to that guy. Yes. And <laughs> yes. And just see what. Yes. Yeah. You're going to get a response. Someone's going to say, you complete me. You complete me. Where are you? I want to meet now. It was. Uh, you had it, me at woo. Ah. <laughs> you know, the first time when we talked about that, I actually did it. But nobody ever responded. So I'm hoping if I just keep. That's the thing about those fucking crazy people, man. They just don't check their email. I know. <laughs> It's going to get in their brain. It's going <laughs> to you know, fucking do stuff. There's your Craigslist Chronics. If you have any stories about UFOs or you have any stories about near-death experiences or psychedelics or fucking anything, you have a crazy story, write into roadsodamail at gmail.com or call into the show, 706-200-1213. Leave a message. Love to hear from you. Or if you have any ideas of, of the prompt, if you're like, oh, this would be cool to hear about, let us know and then we'll post it and we'll get some stuff. How about if they want to make suggestions about what you wear during the show? Is that something they could call in and make suggestions about? Yeah, if you want to call in and make suggestions about what we should all wear during the show. Not us. I mean, come on. I'm wearing my own shit. I don't think Chris is going to change, but I think you would be open to... I'm open to interpretation, everybody. You can, whatever you want, just call in 706-200-1213. What should we wear during just the Craigslist Chronic segment? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Roomba Mate. Your Roomba cleans up your beard shavings, but does it turn on the TV too loudly at night? Roomba Mate does. You're a lonely man living in a one-bedroom apartment, but not anymore. With Roomba Mate, you get all the comforts of a roommate with none of the human part. I've lived alone for years and always missed the little things about having to live with someone else. So I got the Roomba Mate, and now I just can't sleep unless reruns of Cheers are playing too loudly at 3 a.m. 
Roomba Mate will leave out dirty dishes, place foreign pubes on your soap, and will even eat little bits of food in hopes you don't notice, all while still barely vacuuming the house. The only thing it can't do is pay the rent. Roomba Mate from Popco. Millennial Book Club Millennial Book Club The Meatloaf Bangs China In this corner we have Meatloaf weighing 235 pounds And in this fight, it's not a regular fight, guys He's gonna bang China I thought you were the wrestler. Be, I thought you were gonna be like, and in this corner we have China with a GDP of three hundred and twenty-five billion. Like, <laughs> no, the recording artist Meatloaf is banging China, as we all know, the defunct wrestler. wrestling chick. I think she passed away. And this makes it even more unfortunate. Yeah, we're still going money. through with it. We didn't know he was he was into this kind of thing. <laughs> she she donated her body. She donated her body to I think it's called um, Meatloaf's necrophilia. I think and it's called still or, sad. Organs for porkin. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's it. A, my there we have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Millennial Book Club segment where we're just watching Netflix Netflix originals, and uh, this week everybody was to watch Night on Earth. And this is a naked... <laughs> Whoa. Why were you looking at me when you said that? Uh, Justin, this is a naked documentary. <laughs> this is a nature documentary. The wonders of the nocturnal world reveal themselves like never before. So this whole thing, it's basically planet Earth at night. The whole thing, they have these special cameras where they're very sensitive to light and whatnot. And they're, they're just, it's, they're getting the same animals at night. Much different from what we have um, ever, you know, done. Narrated by Samira Wiley and Baron Sot. Well, Baron Sots does the Turkish, but yes, Samira Wiley. Anyway, so what did everybody think? <clears throat> I could talk for hours about Samira Wiley. You know, you know and Baron, what's his face doing the Turkish was like that was a twist for me that I didn't expect. You <laughs> know, <laughs> yeah, that you watched the Turkish version. I watched the Turkish version straight through. And I, you know what, it made me, it, it it's a lot of insight because I think it's, it's really interesting at the beginning, the first thing they talk about is cheetahs. And they're like, uh, a lot of people thought that cheetahs didn't hunt at night. And I don't know, I've never heard anybody been like, man, cheetahs don't hunt at night. Are you out of your mind? Like, like that was such a crazy fucking thought. And then, and then she was like, but now we know for certain. Right. And then and then she and then you have all this footage of the cheetahs running around at night on a full moon. But I love watching cameras. the cheetahs hunt. I feel like it just like never get sick of that or it never gets old. Sure. You know what I mean? You know, I have a huge pet peeve with these types of shows and it is the post editing and yeah. it's when they add sound effects. I love oh, yeah. So whenever you're like watching an, a nature documentary that takes place primarily underwater and then like an octopus goes by and you hear you're bubbles, <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. Right. Like, like, well, like cat, there's a certain cat noise where it's like rawr, 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 rawr. yeah. Or so you're like, the you're like you never fucking you you did it for 27 years. You heard that once. Right. And they right. fucking throw it in all over the place. <laughs> so the sound effects can be funny, but I actually really hated 
they added sound effects to the owl flying in the first or second episode. Which what? is like part of the owl's repertoire. They're almost completely silent. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, they, they don't disturb. Like It's really amazing. They fly in direct lines and they're silent. So for you to add wing flaps when it's taking off, it's like, no, man, you're taking away from like... But you don't understand, uh, Justin, we actually mic'd the owl. Oh, okay. Yeah. We might. <laughs> oh, he's the owl like a very... sag owl. He's like it was. But cool. yeah, he's he's the yeah he he's like the most popular one in the guild, and they they gave him a very tiny little mic right up under his wings. Yeah, and uh, that makes yeah, sense. It does. But I also do like the um, <laughs> the UV sensitive cameras were really cool because they, you know, I'm sure there was some color correction afterwards, similar yeah. to what they do when they take pictures of like outer space, right? They they, they use, gotta whiten like, it up so people will watch it. Is what you're saying? Basically, <laughs> yes. I'm with you. Yes, oh. yeah. So, so you know, they'll do color correction of, like, we, we can assume that they would be these colors. And I think with the UV-sensitive light and stuff, so that was cool. And I always like um, I always like these things that because they raise, like, conservation and awareness, right? Yeah. Like, they get people interested in animals. And um, the only thing that's, that, that always gets me with them is the narratives that they try to write. Yeah. Where it's like, you know... There's a good chance that they're editing these scenes out of order to create a narrative. And the of mother, like, the mother, yeah. is with her child, and she just wants to get him a meal. And like, yeah, they have this whole like humanized yeah. fucking. Story. But not only that, it'll be like, they, like I've seen nature documentaries where like the baby was lost, like yeah. the, the mother panther can't find their baby, and I'm pretty sure that happened in the with the pumas in in the second episode of this one. But it was just like. 90% positive that those are just separate footage of that baby and the mom. Like, the, the baby wasn't lost, but they create this narrative, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, or, like, whenever they're showing, like, an, a, you know, a certain animal and they play, like, kind of, uh, kind of, like, cartoon music. And, the, you know, like, he's, like, the goofy one. They give him personalities. Yeah. Like, this, this goofy rapscallion is out on a hunt. Yeah. But not for meat. I'm... For pennies, <laughs> like, he just his porcupine collected pennies or something. Yeah, I don't know. I love the there was one nature documentary. It's like a, a ten second clip that every couple of years I go back and I watch, and it's this beaver, and there's like a you see the cameras up on like the like a hill kind of, and the beavers running up from the left from like the water up a trail. And then the, the camera starts following it as it gets closer and it pans right a little bit. And all of a sudden the beaver stops and it keeps panning and there's a fucking skunk standing in front of the beaver. And the beaver sees the skunk and goes, ah! <laughs> and turns and runs. And it is just the fucking nobody likes skunks. The beaver saw that skunk and the sound that it made, it was, it's, I watch it all the fucking, if I can, if I get the link, I'll find the link and I'll put it in the show notes so you can see it. The, the beaver going, ah! That's <laughs> exactly what it sounds the like. Noise the mass and yield people need to get a, their hands on that footage and make something happen with it. And now, another word from our sponsors. Is searching for barely watchable content finally gotten to you? We thought so. That's why we are ready to introduce PopFlix Premium. PopFlix Premium offers only the highest rated content available to minimize the constant disappointment. Also introducing the scene swap feature. Don't like how Titanic ended? Use scene swap to keep Jack alive. And with scene swap surprisingly specific options, you can alter everything from the size of Rose's bust to the reason the boat sank. My favorite's penguins. Pick up you bastards! Yes, what do you see? Penguin. Back right ahead! Thank you. Lonely while watching your favorite flick? 
premium will pair with the Popco Roomba Mate, allowing you to enjoy the atmosphere of company with no actual company. The smell of popcorn, constant comments about how believable the movie is or isn't, and numerous pauses for pee breaks. Popflix Premium, a Popco brand. With the the Massengale is like a um, is that not that's an old reference? How about like um, hmm. Summer's Eve? Okay, a douche, a douche. Oh wow! The douche people need to get their hands on this beaver running from the skunk. Okay, so now you have half what that. What in episode. the fuck is happening? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I thought I was the king of stretch jokes. I really did thought I was the king of, like, you're going to really have we'll to We're going to have to fix that one in post. <laughs> we'll have to re-edit it into a narrative that people can understand. That's right. The, yeah, and, and I do think it's really, it just, it's, it's, I think it is super interesting. And I, like, I, like you were saying that people will... Uh, you know, it gives them that other perspective of like what's going on at night. There's always so much more activity at night. And I think that's like a, especially with the full moon, I think a lot of people kind of knew that when it's that bright outside. Yeah. And um, yeah, cheetahs running 100 kilometers an hour. It's I think 80, that's like 80 miles. Yeah, I was going to say 100 yeah. kilometers. That's crazy, right? Yeah. What, it's did cool. you, what did you think of it, Christy? <laughs> um, I liked it at first. Well, like the narrative and the sound effects and stuff because she like made it all dark and ominous and mm-hmm. stuff so like created this whole vibe but then i feel like it just turned into a really bad trip where it's like all these negative colored images of like bats yeah, eating yeah. shit and she still has this dark ominous tone it just got really fucking weird but i liked it did um how much yeah that's yeah, i agree i really agree and i think there was we we mentioned macaques a couple times on the last episode mm-hmm. and uh you christy you told me that you you're like i don't know what a macaque yeah, is i don't know what a macaque is and you guys like know all this fucking information about, about stupid monkeys doing. yeah like, he is, all these he weird has shoehorned facts. the word macaque into like 85 <laughs> percent of the fucking episodes it really is it's such a recurring thing. The point sometimes <laughs> he'll close and go macaque hurts macaque hurts they got a herd of fucking macaques. i get it <laughs> The uh, but yeah, and the, I think it was the second episode. They have the macaques like in Japan that go mm-hmm. out into the the into the, the city or on uh, they go into the um the hot oh, springs. the hot springs the yeah, hot yeah, springs yeah, yeah. monkeys the hot those springs, are the yeah. best ones dude those animals those wild animals live the best life up in the mountains nothing to fuck with them dipping macaque in the hot springs Ooh, you baby. can't beat that you can't beat a nice hot spring dipped macaque <laughs> macaque macaque I hardly knew her. <laughs> this is i mean this was truly probably the most outside of uh our you know wheelhouse that we've done and you know what i've noticed or not i've noticed but i love these nature shows because it's one of the only two types of media that i found that my son and a a front my friend of mine that also has a kid that they like they watch it it's either these sing-alongs like the wheels on the bus go around it's like on loop for 300 Mm -hmm fucking days of the year and then the other, <laughs> and then the other 50 days you can play like nat geo and the kid will also be just as enthralled with watching cheetahs and attack gazelle and shit which is fucking awesome yeah i, I mean i watch on. these like non-stop i had a ton of vhs tapes that were like did you did you have uh what was it that zoo magazine what was it called oh no but i remember yeah, yeah you I can did. get you can get <laughs> if you call to have your parents call now and you get yeah. 30 issues of zoo magazine what was yeah. it I know exactly what you're talking about. Do, they advertise on Nickelodeon like every that? other commercial. Jungle Jungle Magazine, Zoo Magazine. Right. 
Yeah, but, but it I was could, like a set. It wasn't like actually came out like it was every like a, month. It was like yeah. a set that they would drip feed you. Yeah. What was it? Drip feed you. What was? I'm gonna hear. <laughs> let's like uh, if, if we can. Shit. If yeah, if we can vamp the zoo. Ma- I'm right. gonna I'm gonna look up Nickelodeon. I just feel so old. They're saying like it's a drip feed. I'm gonna vamp the zoo mag. I'm like what the <laughs> fuck, man? I don't even know any tattoos. Oh man, but yeah, I will say you know just you know uh, that for me like this is like the perfect watch if it's there. It's uh, sure. zoo it's books. Cool. Zoo books. Yeah, you can get 30 issues of zoo books now. Fun games. I learned everything I ever knew about camels from zoo books. <laughs> <laughs> Man, as opposed to like the Bible, I guess. Like, yeah, where else? it's that. It's the it's <laughs> it's the kind of information that's only helpful on like maybe some kind of standardized test, like an SAT or ACT or Jeopardy. Anywhere else, that information's useless. Or maybe a podcast it could be good too. Yeah, Zoo Books. I love Zoo Books. Everybody's getting a subscription. Look under your chairs. Everybody, <laughs> you get Zoo Books. You, you get, get Zoo Books. Bob is going to come into the office and key at cock on Monday going. Uh, Gary, you're gonna look at these numbers. Zoo books are up. They're back again. <laughs> they're back. I told you they were Get back. The, fire up the presses, Gary. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, nature documentaries are like one of my favorite things to watch, and they're my favorite thing to watch late at night. I don't care if I zone out. I don't care if I fall asleep to them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, like I said, I think on the previous podcast, I'll mute the TV and just put on cool music and just watch an animal yeah. documentary, listen to some cool music, like Boards of Canada or Tycho or something, and then fall asleep. It's a yeah. really, it's the perfect show uh, along with like reality shows and stuff for a two screened event. You know, when like, oh, yeah, you're yeah, sitting yeah. up, it's like you're just, it's not really a wind down. It's just before you're winding down you put on something kind of mindless and then you're playing like a game on your phone or surfing, yeah. you know, Instagram or something. Most shit. definitely. Yeah. Um, where would everybody else put it? Christy, where would you put this? Watch it if it's there. You wouldn't, you don't want to be spared? I don't want to be fucking spared. No, it's cool. It just yeah. is like a bad trip. It's like creepy but informative and visually pleasing that's what i really like about them visually yeah. pleasing yeah did you did you find macaque visually pleasing is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey. she always does you know you didn't it even ask me does. what i thought about Nightmare i was gonna Earth. say that nobody asked Thank what you. do you no, think I was, of it i was being skipped very specifically we were looking we, we went no, justin listen. looked at greg christy <laughs> i like uh, I like a good nature doc. I've seen a million hours of footage of it. This yeah. was a twist. They were really trying to shoehorn the night vision stuff in there. There were a couple of cool shots of a puma's eyes at night, and that you could see how they're really, you know, they've got like a natural thing to strain and get more light out of it or whatever. I don't know, but I totally, in the beginning of the first episode, when you were talking about how they edit the shit out of it to try and make it seem like more is happening. Clearly, they had video of a, I think it was a puma, mm-hmm. female puma. She's got the babies. They're all suckling. She goes out to hunt. It doesn't happen. They made it sound like, oh, but then a male puma comes in on the, whatever the fuck those animals were. And now she has to go back. And I was like, they clearly just had video of her with her pups. She got out for two seconds of pee and then uh, went back. Yeah. And they were like... Yeah. You know, they put everything in there to yep. make this dramatic scene. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? They fucking Look, just Dave, the we got 300 up. hours of Puma footage. Fucking make something happen. <laughs> <laughs> and put some goddamn sound effects in there. Would it kill you? <laughs> some can we put a little Foley in like a boing? Like a boing? Can we, can we get when they, when they growl? Can we get a growl? 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, can we just can can the mother like purr to her cat? I mean, pumas pumas don't do that. Well, just just make them purr. Make I don't purr. care. Make the owl flap. Make the puma purr. I don't give a fuck. I'm making Netflix shit. <laughs> and apparently, like this sounds like a person who's very addicted to cocaine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the behind it's like such a calming, yeah. beautiful thing to watch. And then behind the scenes, it's this man. I got an idea. Guy. <laughs> okay, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow uh, me. The follow me. Are you baby me? loses yes. the baby. Okay, we lose the yeah, baby. I, it, but it's gonna it's gonna find the baby. Always but, finds but, the baby. But we need we need drama between then. We need drama between the baby finding. What happens? I'm thinking we should get sound effects on that sound owl. Sound effects. Owl. <laughs> owl shows up, tries to eat the puma baby. Well, duh. Carries it away. Carries it Drops away. Drops it off of the wolf. How, raised by a wolf. How are we going to get the owl to carry the puma away? They don't do it naturally. They're in different habitats. We need an owl. Do you got an owl guy? I'm going to call Michael Bay. I got Michael Bay's Michael number. Bay. I was hanging out with Michael Bay one night. Michael Bay's a cool guy. A real cool Michael guy. Michael Bay's got cool good coke, too. Let's definitely call Michael Bay. <laughs> I I like it. I would definitely put it. Uh, you know, put it in the watch it if it's there. It's a perfect watch it if it's there. You can have it on if you got a kid. That's the other thing. If you have a kid, try it out with your kid instead of some cocoa melon for once. Just fucking put that shit on. See how they like it. If you're sick of the thousands of hours of regular nature documentary, which yeah. everybody loves, I think make one at night. And you want to see some nighttime shit? Put this on because the. By the way, a lot of this was actual daytime fucking shit. They you know what's funny? So much that time is, shit to show. Is they, they, at the very beginning of the first one, they talk about that it's a full moon, and then they're like, our camera makes it look like it's daytime. And where they met was in in old westerns when they wanted to have a night shot, which they would, they what they would do is they would film it during the day, but they would turn the aperture way down, and it honestly looks exactly the same. So yeah. they did it from the opposite direction yeah. because they couldn't film at night because their cameras would not pick up anything at night. So uh, when you'll see like. Uh, the Man with No Name or fucking some other Clint Eastwood movie and it's supposed to be at night it looks exactly the same as when those cheetahs are fucking hunting at the very beginning where they're just doing it the opposite they have these fucking big old cameras with the hey did anybody write or call in about the Millennial Book Club um no now listen not a lot of (laughs) people I got a lot more macaque material. You got a lot of macaque <laughs> oh, material. Uh, Greg went and wrote. <laughs> what happened was we took a little pause because we did. We have somebody uh, that they they we have a message. Somebody called in about the Millennial Book Club. Guys, if you have anything you want to say about the Millennial Book Club, you can write in to roadsodamail at gmail.com. It can be about this Millennial Book Club or any other one. You can also call in 706-200-1213. But here we go. Let's listen to... Oh, God, guys, I'm sorry. What's happening? Here we go. Ready? It's, um... Hey, hey, yo, yo, yo. All right, it's me, the can opener. And, oh, uh, shit. I watched the Millennial Book Club. You know, uh, tonight, tonight we dine on Earth. And, um, <laughs> you know, I got to say, when Justin was talking about, you know, all this new technology and, like, you know, infrared and nighttime, you know, I know what I do at night. Am I right? You know, you guys, masturbation. I'm talking about masturbation. <laughs> and that's what I thought I was going to see. It's some good old-fashioned, old-school animal planet stuff. You know, animals just doing what they do best, which is, you know, <laughs> you you know. And uh, i got to say, there was none of that. So, zero stars, no animal sex. It was it was dumb. And, you know, next rotation, one just, just skip Justin, because... I mean, why? What are we doing here? Yeah, just skip him. He's he privileges revoked. <laughs> 
All right. That comes from the that comes from our listener, the can opener. Feels uh, very particular about uh, that. He said there's no animal sex. Kind of weird. Animals don't have sex at night. Yeah, I guess they're just not. having sex during the day. Well, also, you know, I gotta say, like, if if Mister Mister Can Opener, Mister Opener, like, Mister Opener, Mister Opener, if Mister Opener has such a problem with this, and he's like specifically looking for animal sex, like the internet, just yeah. go watch. It's just not for you. It's you just know? the quality's not the same. He thought it was going to be something like produced some by 4K, Netflix. Okay, okay yeah. I understand. Some 4K <laughs> yeah. elephant dick. He just, you know, just wants to see these elephants do it in the middle of the night. It's yeah. like, I get it. I get where he's coming from. All right. Well, thanks well, for calling. Well, I think he puts it. Yeah, thank you for calling. You guys can also call in and give us your thoughts. Uh, I think we all have this comfortably and watch it if it's there. There's your Millennial Book Club rating on Night on Earth. Can't believe this shit. Christy, you are... <laughs> You're ruining the entire show. That was butter on fingers. Mm. All right, guys. So now we are going to pick the next millennial book club. Is it you? It's me. Great. We're going to be watching We're me. Watch I'm on it. Netflix. Damn it. <laughs> Got to it. And uh, this uh, literally came out this week. I am a 98% match for it. If anyone else wants to pull out and see what your match is, we can do that. This one is Floor is Lava. Right. Teams compete to navigate rooms flooded with lava by leaping from chairs, hanging from curtains, and swinging from chandeliers. Yes. Really. That's wild! That sounds crazy. <laughs> that sounds crazy! <laughs> this is... Not the chandelier! <laughs> I know. Those things are never screwed into good. Oh my god. Like I'm a 2% match for the show. Really? Yeah. No way. Let me see. I don't believe what it fucking you. says. Show me. My phone just fucking died. Oh, I bet it did. I bet you're like a oh, fucking 90. I'm a 98% too. Oh my god, bye. <laughs> and you don't even watch any anime. This is anime? No. Not at all. <laughs> That's a game show. Serious? That's a game show. That was a game show, for real. You know what's funny is is in the arcade, <laughs> this uh, in the Apple Arcade, which is a segment we were doing for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also that's a game that you can play. It was the Floor's Lava, and it's oh, right. probably yeah, and it was like one of the better rated games. It's the same thing. Like you come into a room and you're just trying to make it through the room, but there's like lava and stuff. And now it's this. I think it's I don't know. I think it's gonna be fun. We always have a good time talking about these game shows, like Flinch, and uh, what was the one where Awake, where they had to stay 24 hours. Remember that one? That was fun. Oh, that's a good they game had to show. Come, that was actually a really good. Ready for this concept? Mm-hmm. I bet you never saw mm-hmm. this. They, you have to stay up for 24 hours. There's like 10 people. All the contestants are in a room for 24 hours counting quarters. Okay, counting quarters. You can't even keep a scrap of paper. You're just counting you quarters. It, the mem- the 24 memory. fucking hours. Yeah. And then after the 24 hours, then you're on the fucking show. Yes. And you have to perform these tasks that are specifically geared to fuck with people that are sleep deprived. Yeah, like test your motor skills. Yes. Your memory. Yes. P.S. I thought this was fucking delicious. I did really? like that show. It was yeah. funny. The a lot of the big things that you're doing are based on how well did you count your fucking quarters. Like how around. close you were. To how the close number. you were to how much you counted. They'll be like, how much did you count? Fourteen thousand, eighteen dollars and twenty five cents off. Thirty eight thousand. Yes, dude, it's so. And, some, oh my God. And, if you, and then so at the end you beat or you win in all these little things. Do you remember this one? Did you see this one? <laughs> you, you go through those little tests and people are like weed it out. And then at the end it comes down to it always came down to the last two and they went. How many quarters did you count? And if you were within whoever was closest won, and then they go, all right, you get to keep all the quarters all 10 people counted, which was 
pretty good. Fucking right. considerable money. Yeah, I don't even chance. go to the goddamn dry cleaner, man. Just write me a check. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like it was like I don't know, like. 80 grand, 70 Dude, grand was, or something like that that you'd get. And then they go, you could risk that if you want to see if you were with the amount that you thought oh you counted. God, yeah. If you were within 100 bucks, you could win. God, there was like some, some number. And then it went all the way up to a million. Like if you were like It went up really, to a really million. Like, yeah, if yeah. you were within, if you said you were within 50 bucks, there was one guy that fucked himself because he was like, I'm stopping right here. And they went, all right, well, let's just see what your number was. He was within five bucks <laughs> of his fucking number. Insane. He was like an accountant, by the way. Yeah. His job was working at a laundromat, counting the quarters. No out of the fucking fuck- way. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking he ringer. Five bucks. So he was like rain man. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely twenty one thousand yeah, seven hundred forty. It's a really crazy. At the very beginning, you see they each the like they wheel in. It's like a laundry, you know, those big laundry carts mm-hmm. that they have in like hotels. It's one of those filled with fucking quarters, and each person gets one next to a table. It's just a super bright lit room, and they have a table and nothing else, like a water bottle, and they just are sitting there counting quarters all Wait, but can't day. You, can't you just stack them and? You, you're allowed yeah. to do whatever. Yeah, you can do, you do whatever, whatever you want. Do you whatever you want. Twenty four fucking hours. Twenty four hours to do it. And by the way, they cut some people right off the bat. So there's like ten people in this room for twenty four hours. They had people that were just like, "Fuck this shit, I'm not doing it anymore. I gotta take a shit." And they're like, "Nope, you have to wait." And they were like, "Fuck you." And they made a huge fucking. And they were out. If you count the least, you're out before it even starts. It's if a, you're the people that were like the worst, what was the name of that show? Was it twenty four hours or something like that? It was like twenty four hours or like a awake. Awake. Or I think it was awake. awake or something like that. It was a. It was a. I thought it was that a really was, cool that game was a show idea. One. Anywho, so this is a uh, lava, and that or the floor is lava. Everybody, you watch that. Write in roadsodamail at gmail.com. What are your thoughts? What do you rate this as? And you can call in as well. 706 200 1213. And that is the entire episode. All you know, it was there was a beginning, a middle, and end, and, and we're we're at the end of it. And this is the place where we reflect on on this amazing material that no one's ever done before. And we ask, what did what did you learn? What did we learn? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that uh, Sir Isaac Newton uh, also dabbled in toad alchemy. I thought that's pretty interesting because I'm a big toad alchemist myself. Yeah, I, big toad alchemist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, love all kinds of toad stews, soups. Right. Put them in little necklaces. Shove them up your butt. All, all that kind of cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, toad stuff. Yeah, nice. Craig, Craig, <laughs> Craig, Greg. What did you? Learn? I learned. You know, I, li- I learned that I like the line "monkeys can't sell bananas." Yeah. That was my note for the whole. Episode. You know, I I got that line from uh, when I was. This is it. The when I was working construction and the foreman, Mr. Dusty Crumb, he now has that show. That's his name, dude. He had this gr- Dusty Crumb. Dusty it. Crumb. I wish he gave himself that nickname, and someone's like, "Eh, you don't really look like a Dusty," and he's just like, "Well, you're cut out of my life." Well, you're out of and my life. You never kept, gonna... Yeah, sorry. All right. Dusty. Crumb. I have a feeling his name is like Harold or Wilhelm. That's his like, name. His name is absolutely Dusty. I saw. I seen his checks. Uh, he seen his checks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's the guy that's on. Uh, He's the wild man. He, he's on um, Night on Earth, Guardians of the Glades, and uh, he's the guy that's got that show. But yeah, when I was working with him, 
he was telling me that he's like, yeah, I got weed. And my other friend was like, well, does he sell it? And he goes, well, no, no. He's telling me a story about how he he borrowed like a pound or, or a pound of weed was fronted to him, and he owes this guy a bunch of money. And he's like, yeah, I owe him a bunch of money because you know I borrowed. Uh, he fronted me a bunch of weed. You know what they say? Monkeys can't sell bananas. <laughs> like Jesus, he smoked a pound of weed before he could sell it. Holy shit. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so that's where that came from. But um, good thing to learn. Dust, so, so now we've learned Dusty and coined that phrase. I like that. It's a good one. It makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Uh, what do you What do you learn, Justin? So you guys what I learned. Okay. I learned that cheetahs fucking hunt at night! <laughs> I think we all proved that here with real... You saw Visual the Visual evidence. Visual evidence. You saw the footage. Those cheetahs were chasing gazelles at night. Christy, what did you learn? Yeah, what'd you learn? Not shit. She learned shit. You didn't learn. She anything? already knows it all. She knows. She know. <laughs> you didn't learn anything. No. Did you learn that cheetahs hunt at night? <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn that at least? Thank you, everybody, for you know coming into the show and listening and having a good time. Maybe you're on your commute or you're, you know, listening at it, some kind of workshop. I don't fucking know. Thank you guys for listening. This week's Millennial Book Club is Floor is Lava. That's going to be a fun one. It's a, it's a Netflix original. And if you want to write into the show, if you want to send us some news some news articles, some crazy stories, you can send that into roadsodamail at gmail.com. Or every time I start doing this segment, like this part where I am start saying like the phone number, I start burping and shit. You can also... Call into the show just like our fan can opener, Mr. Can Opener, and uh, 706 200 1213. Right, now, Justin, drop that beat for me. Let's go. We're doing this, brother. Are you doing it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, before we head out, he was ready. Greg, <laughs> Greg, what do you what do you say? Go to bed, get yourself some sleep. That's right, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>